Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Chelsea. I'm filling in for Callie today because she's on a well-deserved vacation in New York. And she was very excited because she gets to go see the show Hades Town. Oh, lucky her. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Yeah, she was pretty excited to get out of town. I don't think she's been out of town since COVID started and she needed a vacation bad. That's more than just a vacation. That's a total adventure on the other side of the world just about. Exactly. So I know that we'll be hearing all about that when she gets back. Great. Yep. Better than a back surgery vacation, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's right. We're glad you're, we're glad you're back, though. We're glad, no pun intended, we're yeah, glad right. you're back. <laughs> well, we are here with Kelsey Grafted today, and Kelsey and I met years ago doing the Change Leader Institute in Boise for the Idaho Commission on the Arts. It was a great experience, which we are going to talk a little bit more about later, mm-hmm. but... Um, uh, it was easy to fall in love with Kelsey. She's awesome. Oh, yeah. Allie, Allie and I are yeah. apparently the same uh, personality type, right? We'll talk That's about that. That's right. Yes. You, guys are, you guys are similar. I get to be friends with Kelsey, too. So it's That's awesome. Right. I, I'm friends with the Allie, or Allie and Kelsey. And, you, and there it, are some similarities between you two, definitely. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. And Chelsea went through the, the same program a year later. Mm-hmm. Um, than us. So we've all done this program and thought that would be worth talking about after we find out all the cool things that Kelsey's doing now. I am doing so many cool things. You yes. are. You're always doing cool things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, since we met, um, at that time I was in arts administration down at the Center for Arts and History in Lewiston. Mm-hmm. And I spent about five and a half years there working and um helping artists become the best they can be and showcasing their work in a um, in a way that I felt, oh, I want to do that. Right. <laughs> and so instead of being a wanter, I decided to be a doer. And so I um, put in my resignation after um, a year of uh, going to school for my master's of fine arts for full time mm-hmm. and um, working full time and and it was a three year program. So the last two years I <sighs> gave it all it. gave it all to myself, right? Invested in me. And so I went through the program at the University of Idaho and came out on the other side. Uh, so uh, now I have my MFA and am currently an exhibiting artist and working as an artist and maker and trying to make it work. And it's been an adventure. Teaching also, right? Mm-hmm. I am teaching, mm-hmm. which has always been a lifelong dream to teach at uh, the collegiate level ever since my BFA at Cornish College of the Arts. Uh, I just felt like I had an intrinsic uh, desire and uh, gift at teaching. And uh, this has given me the opportunity both uh, while I was going through school, but also now adjuncting at the University of Idaho teaching foundations at the College of Art and Architecture. So, Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it's been a fantastic uh, opportunity given, you know, to myself, but also supported through the University of Idaho. But uh, I knew there was going to be that letdown when leaving the master's program, it's like I've achieved something. And then what? Now what? <laughs> right? So the right. now what? So I, I tried to mitigate that mm-hmm. let down by 
you know, looking at my resources, which was Idaho Commission on the Arts, often mm -hmm. does uh, funding for personal projects, um, arts-based projects. And so I wrote a grant and I got a grant and uh, that's where the Homestead to Hometown uh, time and circumstance uh, became a project. And I spent last summer uh, going to my family homestead. So this was a very personal project, one that I dreamed of doing for a number of years. And while I went to the homestead, I spent 10 days uh, hand harvesting clay. Tell us where your homestead is at for oh, those who don't know. Yeah, Colville, Washington. So oh, it's, cool. it's north, about 20 minutes uh, from the Canadian border. Stunning, beautiful, mm -hmm. uh, very uh, treed, forested area. Um, near the Colville Indian Reservation. Mm -hmm. um, and this space that my grandparents, my, my great grandparents, uh, Albert and Bertha Kegel, homesteaded in 1905. And so they, wow. they gained the, um, the acres from the Homestead Act. And so it was gifted to them, but they had to make improvements. So they they farmed, you know, they had to yeah. log the trees mm -hmm. and then they took the trees and built a cabin and yeah. <laughs> wow. And they started their their life there. And it was um, they had uh, eight children and uh, my grandfather was one of those children. And um, this space, even though nobody currently lives on the homestead, it still mm -hmm. stayed in the family, and it is a dedicated tree farm at this time. Oh, wow. And so it's been preserved in a very uh, ecological way. Mm -hmm. And um, and so ever since I was a child, <laughs> so when I was nine years old, I spent some time with my great aunt Mabel, and uh, she told me that there was, there was clay <laughs> here on the property uh -huh. and then I could I could ha harvest it and I could make, make pots things. from oh. it and so she was a ceramicist as well as uh, an incredible uh, artist herself and mm -hmm. she uh, just inspired me from that moment and it's taken me <laughs> decades uh, to get to that point but this project uh, really was based on that moment when I was nine years old. Where you were inspired, oh, wow. yeah, about yeah. what clay and from from this place and yeah. I can do something with it. Yeah, I love so that. It was amazing uh, to go and spend time in this space that really truly has inspired so much of my life, um, my values and my um, just has been an inspiration. And so um, harvesting that clay and then uh, processing it and making things from it. But mm -hmm. then I've also taken clay and pulled textures from the old fallen buildings um, that are, you know, crumbling into decay and mm -hmm. another generation, they won't be preserved. Right. And so this was my opportunity to preserve some of so that. So you're making history. impressions for people that aren't mm -hmm. yet familiar with what clay does, then you could actually, yeah, you could capture something of the place in your art. Mm -hmm from clay you pull from this place mm -hmm. and then present it as a product, as a final art piece. Right, yeah. and I'm using some of the textures uh, kind of like stamps. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so, uh, and then making things, you know, from that. And so just wow. working with, um, with the clay, even when I'm not on the space or, you know, on yes. the land, 
um, taking it home with me. I feel connection. You're telling it. a story yeah. of a mm-hmm. place too. Yeah, exactly. And so I also part of this, um, I did some plein air, uh, which is, you know, painting in the open air right? Uh, to try to capture the buildings as they stand. And so that again is another way to preserve history through art. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one other thing I was able to do um, is scavenge through the old family dump and finding artifacts and it was just a time capsule wow Uh, i found um i mean it's just one of those little memories but my grandmother always you know we'd take a bath and she would always have us powder ourselves and there was just this powder case that was exactly the kind that my grandmother used and there was still powder and the little puff ball in it and you know just these moments that just brought back so much to me and then there was uh, just a number of like pieces of pottery or, um, you know, broken, broken bottles, glass uh, containers. Uh, and so I'm using those and cans from uh, Shasta, a lot of Shasta. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Shasta still around? I, you know, they, they are, I believe. Uh, but I think they are. their branding was so much better back then. <laughs> And so there's so much little moments of inspiration. And so a lot of my glazes uh, have have started to emulate some of the textures, colors. Um, wow. And so even though it doesn't necessarily translate exactly, um, it's my inspiration for a full body of work that uh, I've produced, but also am in the process of producing. So it's going to be an opportunity to continue um, relating to the space and relating to the pieces and parts mm-hmm. that I've found. And this adds to what you're going to bring back to your students too, or anybody that you're, you're helping right. educate or teaching. And so that's what's amazing about the program, that you have this simple little mm-hmm. Idaho Arts Commission program, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. isn't just for you in a way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a personal project, but Absolutely. it feeds back into your professional development and what you bring back to your community using your degree teaching. It just this is, this is kind of how it works behind the scenes of art in a way Absolutely. of art making. Right. Well, mm-hmm. and currently, I mean, it's so uh, just yesterday I introduced uh, a new project for our students and it has to do with found objects mm-hmm. and and relating to found objects and then, you know, uh, creating trophies and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for those simple wins. And, and it feels like a lot of my work our little trophies for my simple wins of um, just exploration and uh, I don't know development personal development uh, as an artist and yeah mm-hmm. being able to contribute back so both to the generations uh, in my family you know because they'll have this to look back on and mm-hmm. how it's been preserved and it kind of elevates their value for the space uh, and and then the students right so I'm learning from my explorations and I can pass on the things that I've learned and the way that I tend to relate to objects, uh, mm-hmm. my intrinsic understanding of um, of self and what inspires me. So helping them to find what inspires them. Mm-hmm. So. I'm fascinated with the, with you going through the landfill and finding artifacts oh. because I think that in and of itself mm-hmm. is really fascinating. But the fact that it's your family and you can identify with the pieces that you're finding is, um, it just gives me chills. Mm-hmm. It's oh, cool. You know, and there's one of my favorite finds. Uh, it was just what you would probably look at as just a massive wire. But if you look at it, this little wire form has 
at least two different kinds of wire and it has some pretty nice welds to it but it's so well designed you can turn it every direction and it the composition of it uh, follows so many principles of design wow and that in itself is such a, a fodder for exploration that my hope is that uh, I have a project that I'm going to be continuing um, where my work will be inspired by this one piece. And so hopefully that will... What was the piece? I mean, originally, do you know? No, I believe. <laughs> I believe it is potentially an art piece. Somebody was creating Really? I believe that. I mean, because it is so well composed. And wow. there's... I'll, I'll have to... I'll post it on my yeah. Instagram and, you know, if That'd you want awesome to see. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it looks like I, I just I find so much inspiration from this one little wire piece. Um, from one angle, it looks like uh, a landscape. From mm. another point of view, it looks like a, a female form, uh, mm -hmm. abstracted and just continue to turn it in different directions and I mean, there's just a world of possibilities, but again, so well composed. Mm -hmm. I just, I see so much potential in this one piece providing inspiration. And it just makes me think about, you know, as an archeological find, what was this person doing? Did, right. they, did they buy this from someplace or was somebody, one of my ancestors, creative and working in the tool shed and you know, bending things and making mm -hmm. something that might have hung on a wall or maybe right? it was just for play, but. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, <laughs> sparks my interest for sure. <laughs> Add a little flair to your special events with Scraps Barbecue, a great catering choice for your next gathering. Specializing in golf tournaments, sporting events, and more, their commercial kitchen can be on-site, or you can choose to have a fully catered meal delivered right to you. Known for their authentic Santa Maria-style tri-tip and tequila lime fish tacos, they can customize the menu to meet your needs for groups of 20 to 2,500. Contact Kevin at kevin at scrapsbarbecue.com or check them out on Facebook. Okay, so, um, gosh, I love hearing how, how the Arts Commission inspired that project. When I learned about the Arts Commission, that there was such a thing, um, it just opened up the door of possibilities as somebody who's making art as well. And there's so many ways I haven't explored what else could be done with that, but very grateful for it. And we have a great um, leader of that program on a state level. Mm -hmm. um, so, you mentioned the Change Leader program earlier, and we were all part of that, but I think it'd be awesome to talk more about what that is. It is mm -hmm. a professional, professional is a key word, development program. So yes, what, is that, is. what does it mean to you as an arts administrator at the time? What does it mean to you now? Oh, certainly. I, I was um, working down in Lewiston, Idaho, uh, as the exhibit and programming coordinator. And I felt like I was just kind of in a box and within our own little space. And it was really hard to break out of that. One of the things that the, um, the Change Leader Program did was create a network um, of other artists, uh, arts administrators, um, but not just arts administrators, other people, um, activists, right? We have mm -hmm. activists within that group, but it just 
immediately broadened my community, my community, and resources. Uh, and from that moment on, I we talked a lot about you know some of the things that were common um, issues with growing pains with. Um, you know, working within certain confines of the work situation. And it mm-hmm. was it was definitely a, a resource of, you know, providing tools of how to get where you need to go, trying to identify where you needed to go. Um, when you say you need to go, um, I'm thinking about, you know, Allie's position with the Arts and Culture Alliance right. and having been friends with her and, you know, a volunteer occasionally for things. And I'm thinking about what you did and getting to know you down there. And when you say that, there's you guys are administrating programs. You guys are working, you know, in an office situation and you're networking with mm-hmm. other people. And I'm not sure that, people, you know, maybe the general public doesn't understand that behind some of these events that take place in our communities, there is a whole field of professionals. So maybe just mm-hmm. kind of talking more, those challenges that you're talking about. Certainly. Needing people in the rest of the state to kind of compare notes with, right? Right. Absolutely. One of the things I felt was incredibly helpful is um, is we need to get somewhere and we need to do it with people. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, whether it's volunteer boards, whether it's staff uh, administration, um, selling ideas and getting buy-in, um, the needs, wants, beliefs, and emotions, mm-hmm. uh, just looking at other people's needs, wants, beliefs, and emotions, looking at my own, and being able to analyze uh, really helped me walk into a situation with a more understanding, better open mind, and being able to have an open communication right. where we can kind of understand each other and where we're wanting to go. Mm-hmm. And then also another one of the uh, things that I learned through that was, you know, if we're making change, <laughs> involve the people that will be affected by that change. Of course, yes. And and that's not something that always happens or is right. really thought about. And so, um, so in arts administration, where you are making choices and decisions uh, to help further your mission, uh, sometimes you have to make difficult decisions, uh, but it's it's about creating those conversations and getting people on board or being open mm-hmm. uh, to making those adjustments and changes so that yeah. everybody and these other happy. people might be the community members mm-hmm. they might be political people mm-hmm. they might be um the people who control the budgets for programming i mean there's a number of other professionals you have to work with right, right. it's not Absolutely. just i'm going to make something cool yeah. and i'm going to get it out yeah or I'm you know one of the things that i loved about that um that whole three-day workshop was all the um scenarios that we would <laughs> we would create and put ourselves in and we would and we would create uh, we had people we would do we would draw and we would have to be certain people mm-hmm. in this scenario so one of us might be this old lady that is really tied to some ugly piece of culture from the town that the town doesn't want but you have to you know somehow <laughs> I mean they were they were long shots for sure <laughs> but it was really a really good exercise for mm-hmm. us to go in and and you know think about this whole, uh, the whole thing from somebody else's perspective, and and that was that was a real eye opener for me. I and I loved I loved the role playing. That was just fun. 
<laughs> well, so did I. You know, it's one of those like we were the ENFPs, right? Yes, so we were. <laughs> it, was, um, it was something yeah, fabulous, was right? Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, we were the extroverts. Yes, definitely. And um, naturally fabulous. Naturally fabulous experts. Extroverts, right. There was only one person in our group, one or two people that weren't ENFPs. ENFPs. Extroverted, Um, intuitive. Yeah. yeah. One of them was an introvert, which was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, Mm -hmm. most of us Mm -hmm. were extroverts, which was... Probably a higher percentage uh, than other groups you might find yourself in. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably true. Yeah. The percentage uh, for our group was much higher in the ENFP range, which, I mean, tells you something about the kind of fun we had. <laughs> we had some fun. In fact, we named ourselves the D-Bads. Oh, okay. And that, 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 that oh, I don't care. <laughs> That's a, don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. That was our motto. <laughs> Right. That's a good motto. Oh. Yep. I still live by that today. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Put it through the filter. A lot of people could live by that. <laughs> yes. Adopt the motto. We'll yeah. be having t-shirts soon. We'll <laughs> <Right. laughs> your campaign. <laughs> oh. You know, and it, with the Idaho Commission on the Arts, um, you know, it's they're definitely an alliance uh, with the arts community and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's the personal project that I did, but there's also um, this change leader. And I feel, you know, I've had opportunity to move out of state and in the back of my head, that is one thing that continues to like, oh, I kind of have really enjoyed being part of Arts Idaho. Right. And I feel like Idaho is investing in me Mm -hmm. and has invested well into the communities around me. Um, I no longer see myself in a small or rural community. I see myself as part of a larger network. Um, mm-hmm. I often um, see myself as a regional, um, you know, connector and and throughout the state. So I don't know. I think that's one of the largest assets that uh, going through the Change Leader Institute really has brought into my practice and the way I view Idaho in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, they've they've given and I'm trying to give back in right. a lot of ways. Right. So. And yeah, interesting that the Idaho Commission on the Arts was established, I believe, back in um, the Cecil Andrus mm-hmm. um, days. And uh, it was set up as a part of the budget that would continue every year so Mm -hmm. that we could grow the arts in the state. And it was a really progressive thinking back Mm -hmm. then and very, you know, just really brilliant that yeah, they work we, with a lot of programs that preserve um, old timing crafts and arts mm-hmm. and you right. know, saddle making or things that are historic to the region. Mm-hmm. So that matter, I'm, I'm I couldn't name them, but I know I've certainly come across stories or met people here and there, and it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a bigger deal than it might seem at first glance. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. But then there's also the progressive things that they do, like the mm-hmm. entrepreneur program yeah, that absolutely. you were part of, which yeah. was really valuable yeah. for artists. And too. that'll be in Moscow this year. Yeah, oh, that's, that's what I hear. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the um, Idaho Commission on the Arts, uh, they just keep people connected um, with resources as well as people. So I just I feel like 
Which is more efficient, right, from a business standpoint again. You know, it's more mm-hmm. efficient from a government standpoint since mm-hmm. it is, you know, part of the government thing. Well, it's it's efficient. Yeah. National mm-hmm. Endowment for the Arts yeah. is a large funder of that program. Right, right. Yes, so right. Okay. Big thanks to them. Yes, big thanks to, <laughs> yes, the NEA. <laughs> yes. yes, NEA, ICA, Arts Idaho. Thank yep. you. Hashtag. <laughs> Hello, Allie and Callie Artcast listeners. Tubbs Coffee Roasters is offering you 20% off your next coffee purchase at our roastery. Just mention this ad and get 20% off our core blends of Beast, Double Eagle, or Teacher's Pet. Also, redeemable online at TubbsCoffeeRoasters.com with promo code AllieCallie20. That's A-L-I-C-A-L-L-I-E-2-0. Tubbs Coffee Roasters. Globally sourced, locally roasted. So a lot of people that are listening might be interested in um, what it takes to be a candidate in this change leader program, which I believe is currently on hiatus um, because of COVID, but we're hoping gets back going. Um, and if you're interested, you should go to the Idaho Commission on the Arts, which is artsidaho.gov, mm-hmm. and um, and let them know that you're interested because it's a really cool program. Um, but what is it that what is it that you have to? I mean, what kind of person needs to be in this? I think anybody would benefit from it. But absolutely, and I think that 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 was also a direction that they were hoping to go is to bring it to more people, not just arts administrators. Right. And so opening it up to um, communities that will mm-hmm. benefit from this program. Now, that was uh, talk before COVID hit, as you said. Right. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, but I think I think reaching out, um, there's some information on their website. Uh there are some people that uh, feel free send send an email right uh, if they know you're interested. I think mm-hmm. anybody can benefit from the program. And uh, before it was, you had to be referred by someone, right? And uh, there was an application process. Mm-hmm. And then uh, back in our day, they would uh, try to find their twelve uh, participants, the 12 right? Participants, per right? Mm-hmm. And uh, develop it from there. And uh, I met Chelsea uh, at one of those like feel it out moments. You were in, you came to Moscow, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and we went to the Kenworthy, I think. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the director at the time uh, was part of the Change Leader mm-hmm. Institute. So, mm-hmm. and she is now currently on the board at um, Moscow Contemporary. Wow, which is the brand new. I'm also on board. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Moscow Contemporary. Well, and what was your project, by the way? What was the project that you used to graduate? from the Idaho Change Leader program? The project that I used, it was about, uh, I can't remember the title of the project, but my project had to do with getting together, um, (laughs) oh oh yes, leaving an impression, that's what it was. Uh, So leaving an impression, which we had access to a master printmaker and uh, he had his he was generous tony sittner uh was generous and brought in for a print exhibition a letterpress 
And we had been doing some community outreach programs with this letterpress, and we had had a few uh, opportunities to bring down some of the design students from LCSC and did some uh, interesting typography um, lessons, mm -hmm. um, learning how to handset type, um, but to try to create a more uh, consistent access. Um, so it was really about getting um, Tony together with uh, the head of the department uh, for the humanities and sitting down and helping to, to connect these um, these two resources uh, and develop a um, an actual credit class that would go into um, into the season the the, the semester <laughs> the program, the semester the program right, right. <laughs> and so uh, it took a lot of um, communication uh, trying to get everybody onto the right page um, but it was supposed to set it up for the future for continued resource and mm -hmm. accessibility and Tony had um, wonderful experience uh, and just a generosity and spirit mm -hmm. um, so it was it was a wonderful fit for the program and so uh, it did actually come to fruition and it, it like I said it took a lot of uh, communication and um, and then you know, letting letting the little bird fly. Right, right. <laughs> so, so yeah, understanding the needs, wants, beliefs, and emotions of all parties, and right. then trying to you know find those resources and put them together. Mm. But mm -hmm. that was that was the project, yeah, and and awesome. each of the projects were really meant to just enhance your community in some way, uh, right. or your organization mm -hmm. um, to make a change for the better to uh, help help connect and. Uh, employ the tools that you learn from the program. Right. Yep. I know my 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 project was not as near as exciting, but it was still really valuable. Um, when I came into, I had been six months as the executive director um, when I came in to the Change Leader Institute, and one of the things, biggest things I got out of the program was. Um, knowing that there were other people out there too. Mm -hmm. I, I felt so alone mm -hmm. in, your and, position. in yeah. my position. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, and knowing that there that was probably the most valuable thing that I got out of it. I got a lot of valuable things, but that just knowing that yeah, there like were other people that I could I could talk to and 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 it's not like you're in the real estate field, right? Where there's real estate agents all over the place. That you yeah, right. Say, How's it going for you? Yeah, yeah there's right. All, there's only so many art art program directors in exactly. each small town, right? Right. Yeah. And at the time, all I knew were twelve. <laughs> well, and I was one of those twelve. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, my project was um, uh, learning about cash flow and figuring out how to make an organization be financially successful um, because I came into this job and then found out we didn't have any money and I'm like wow <laughs> what what do we do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well now we have money so yeah, yeah that's something, a good job. something happened but that's amazing yeah congratulations anyway. <laughs> <laughs> on a successful project right. <laughs> What was your project, Chelsea? Oh, I was trying to remember that earlier. I'm sure it was probably on more of a personal level. Um, 
Um, oh, I did the Goddess Art Series project. Oh, right. And I, <clears throat> that was a community project where I took, I'd already had some experience um, in a group I created called FAB, which was, uh, couldn't even tell you what that stands for now. Uh, something to do with feminine arts and I don't know what the B was for now. It's been a while. And beauty. Beauty, it might have been. It wasn't beauty, but it, I don't know. It, it, but it had to do with just making art once a month and getting a group of women together to create art and making the time to do that. Mm -hmm. And um, that developed into this idea of the Goddess Art Series project. We, instead of just doing interesting crafts and arts throughout each month, now we were focusing around this idea of what is the goddess? What does that mean in different cultures? Mm -hmm. um, how do you bring that all that that essence into your own life? And how do you do it through art making? You know, we mm -hmm. had crowns, we did jewelry. There were a number of things. And so um, I can't remember what I was trying to culminate out of that entire project, the end, um, except that there was an art show. We did, I did have art exhibitions. So, you know, I worked with another person, Lisa Kep on this, and we had both years we had art exhibitions of art made throughout this project. There we go again. I'm not getting so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it had something to do with that. And so talk about that connective um, uh, bit of reaching out. And there were challenges. And I think there was, I don't know, there was another essence of something that I wanted to achieve. And I'm not sure that I did at the time, but learned a lot. For me, what that program did, because I was coming from an administrative perspective, mm -hmm. um, although I was learning to administrate and work with people right. through that project, because we needed the venue. One, you're working with a partner that has different visions than you do, perhaps. You're trying to bring on people to do stuff for no money, because we didn't get paid for this. Right. And then you have you know, your own vision of things. And so I still was learning to work in a situation, bringing something to the community. Um, didn't have to go work with the government or, you know, anything like mm -hmm. that. Didn't have to work with our mayor. It wasn't like a citywide project, but learned a lot. And so stepping into the the Change Letters program exposed me to what administrators do and taking the idea of just doing your own thing and seeing that through a larger uh, perspective and what can you do with art. So right. I mean, for me, it, it was it was personal development as well as, you know, stepping into the idea of, of professional development. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all personal development. <laughs> I know. It is. It is. Yeah, you're right. I know. It is. Well, I, I find that fascinating because I didn't. I don't think I understood that in the arts until I went. I, one of the first things I ever went to, uh, Carol Music uh, had invited me to go to a grant um, uh, workshop again through the Idaho um, Arts Commission down there in Boise, and I listened to these professional people that administrate art. And I was blown away on the on the level of what they were doing. And I just thought, well, finally, for me, I'm like, OK, this is an exposure to a professional to art being professional field because, you know, it's there. It's just it's not discussed in the same way that other um, sectors of economy right. are. And so um, and I think we've moved so far past that the last several, you know, the, I guess the last decade, there's been a lot of work nationally to bring these programs up to work mm -hmm. with chambers of commerce, for example, because they understand the power of arts right. and that there is money behind, you know, the arts, if that has to be the bottom dollar. And it's mm -hmm. not, it's personal. Like you said, you're working into these um, experiences of, uh, sorry, I'm on a, I'm on a, my pulpit here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're bringing in that professional development. And I, I was impressed by that, that the professional development also is personal development. And that happens in other professional fields that I wasn't exposed to because I was just the lone artist, you know, in a studio yeah. trying to make a living, you know, so, um, mm -hmm. yeah, fantastic. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I so respect arts administration now. I mean, just really do. I think it's, uh, right. it needs to be recognized. And so this does that. So thank you very much. That's right. Did you know that right here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, 
We have one of the nation's premier anti-bullying programs for students. Since 2006, Stu Cave and the Ovation Company has been helping students and educators reach their full potential by following this simple philosophy. Work hard, play fair, be kind. For more information on how to make your school a kinder place, visit www.ovationcompany.com. So, Kelsey, what is next for you? <laughs> so much is next for me. Uh, so I have... Uh, I love hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> so much I don't even know at all. <laughs> the things I do know, uh, I mean, really upcoming next week, uh, Moscow, Idaho, has uh, just begun a, an art walk. And oh. on a monthly basis, or oh, yeah, a monthly basis, the mm-hmm. third Thursday. So I will be represented uh, at Wild at Art. So I'm going to be uh, taking my Homestead to Hometown project there. Mm -hmm. And so that will be on display. Uh, So that's very near future. Uh, I had mentioned that there was that wire form Mm -hmm. uh, that I had found, which is inspiring a whole nother level of uh, creative inspiration and so my hope is that in january i will have a an exhibit at the lewiston library um, but it's a large building and many pieces need to be developed oh. for it um, but that's going to be my source of inspiration so as i'm continuing um, this homestead to hometown project um, that's going to be my next endeavor mm-hmm. and um in order to do that, right, I am in the middle of a transition trying to create my own space uh, at my house, converting my carport into my studio. And so uh, that's been a project that's been ongoing. <laughs> <laughs> Never turns out the way you want. Right? <laughs> so, so that's going to be difficult. Um, and so that project is mostly on hold uh, due to circumstances outside of my control mm-hmm. and and so really it's about knowing your resources and so I've found some wonderful allies in um, in some local ceramicists uh, there's went pottery down in Lewiston that uh, I've been going to to bisque fire my work and then I have been going to the Damon barn uh, which is an artisan barn if you haven't been it's in Uniontown uh, Washington. I haven't, I haven't been, but I oh. I hear it's amazing, and it's I get their newsletter. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I can't believe I've I'll never been there. there. It's been for a long time, well, right? Mm-hmm. See. I know. Yeah. yeah, it's only fifteen minutes from Lewiston. Yeah, but it's oh, cool. and it's also it's about, you know, twenty minutes from Moscow. It's uh, twenty minutes from. Uh, Pullman. Mm-hmm. It's in this really wonderfully rural yet central <laughs> location. And uh, and then the Pink House Gallery is just uh, like eight miles away. And, oh, cool. And so there's all these wonderful little little moments of, of art inspiration that's right around there. So it can be a destination. Uh, but the Artisan Barn uh, has a ceramics program that's kind of headed up by Cassie Smith. who's a wonderful... Um, ceramicist but also uh she's a tech at wsu for the ceramics program and um she's been a wonderful resource of knowledge um and just i I think she's been probably my strongest mentor and ally uh through this process of just i mean 
when I hand dug up the clay, I needed to know exactly what to do with it, right? Right. Yes. <laughs> I had some right. basic knowledge, um, but she has the science behind it. Now wow. I have the science behind wow. it. And That's so doing cool. my own research and then amending the clay with other uh, clays to bring it up more close to a stoneware. Mm-hmm. Um, so the higher firing temperatures and then developing my clay into um, my earthenware clay into um, a, a glaze uh, so that, you know, I can lower the firing temperature so mm-hmm. that it would melt on. So anyway, it's just this nonstop exploration and uh, Cassie has a wonderfully, um, you know, uh, inquisitive and uh, exploration and she's, you know, she's up for the challenge and I appreciate that as, uh, you know, partners in the arts, we mm-hmm. need to find people that uh, have a similar stamina and a similar interest and in, it sounds like a curiosity and yes. yeah, wanting mm-hmm. to learn, right? Absolutely. Wanting to learn. Absolutely. That's what so creativity, uh, why it's so important in our schools and mm-hmm. to kind of, um, what's the word for that? Cultivate that, right? Absolutely. So that's, that's where I am. And so, you know, I'm leaning on the people that can help support me while I'm in transition mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and I'm doing my best to to trudge forward, right? One, one mm-hmm. thing I know about you is you're a hard worker. You're always mm-hmm. you're always doing. You're always working. You're always moving. You're always creating. You're always trying to squeeze you know stuff in around your two children. We haven't mentioned you do have right. two children. Two children. Yes. 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 Right in the the tween age state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but you know, through COVID, my entire um, I don't know value and philosophy for my time has shifted and it is really all about my family and my children. Mm -hmm. I'm in Lewiston because my family is in Lewiston. Um, I'm choosing not to work and dedicate nearly as much time as I used to, uh, to outside endeavors because I want to be there for my children. Right. Um, And gratefully they are some of my biggest inspirations as well as partners. Um, And so it's been, a really fruitful time these last few years and I just can't wait to see what comes. That's awesome. Well, you need to um, tell us what your website is. Certainly. My website, you can go to uh, kelseygrafton.com and um, it also populates if you go to blueskymondays.com. Mm-hmm. So if that's easier to remember. And you should go visit it because there is some really amazing work on that website Thank that's represented. You. I love going to that. Instagram is always another way to kind of follow the process. Um, I should probably post a little bit more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> so should but, we all. Yeah. But, you can, but when you're busy. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you can find me at uh, the Big Idea Emporium. So it's Blue Sky Mondays, the Big Idea Emporium. That's my <laughs> business name. <laughs> so, which yeah. is going to ridiculous. And we're going to put those links in the description. Yeah, I description. love your art pieces. I mm-hmm. love what you're doing with the textures, the tree series that you did. Of course, I have one of your apples, your ceramic apples. Which you can yeah. find at the Art Spirit. There Gallery. we go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. They sell out fast. We just sold a few the other day. Oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I appreciate you guys being part of my community. Yeah. You've always been a, a wonderful source of inspiration for me. And, um, you know, through the Change Leader Program, I think we got uh, to know each other on an intimate level, mm-hmm. um, both professionally as well as personally. And I think our relationship has blossomed uh, from that 
moment and and I think we have some pretty good deep roots that we've I agree we've been able to yeah it's yeah. been nourished it's been really good really healthy it has been yeah so so glad. oh so hug <laughs> <laughs> Well, we sure appreciate you driving all the way up here from Lewiston to to do this podcast with us. Always a beautiful drive. This is my backyard, so it's always wonderful to play. Yay. Well, we're going to take her out to lunch and treat her really good this afternoon. Yes, my stomach's growling. Let's go. (laughs) Well, stay tuned because I have no doubt that you're going to see way more cool stuff coming from Kelsey Grafton. Yes. Yes. Thank you. So I'm Allie. And I'm Chelsea. Thanks for having me here today. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm glad you were here to co-host with me. That was fun. And whatever you do today, make it creative. Looking to sell or seeking that dream home? Nancy White of Coeur d'Alene Portfolio Real Estate is not your average real estate agent. Known as the real estate queen, Nancy has consistently garnered awards and accolades in sales production, education, and leadership while continuing to volunteer locally. And she is an avid supporter of our local arts community. Coeur d'Alene Portfolio Real Estate promises local real estate expertise plus concierge-level service. Call Nancy today at 208-818-1126. The Alley and Cali Artcast is brought to you by the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and sponsored by The Ovation Company, Scraps Barbecue, Tubbs Coffee Roasters, and Coeur d'Alene Portfolio Real Estate.